podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns Podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. A that was completely unnecessary version of the Touchline Media Group because uh, as as you already know, stop it, stop it, they're already dead. I am your host, Asa, aka the Twig. I'm joined by my co-host, Napoleon Gregg, aka the Stump. This episode is brought to you by the Smith Workforce Management Group, whoever Blair decides to put in. I swear to you, we are going to record that bird dogs ad eventually. At a certain point, this is the ad. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this is just this is just a bit. The, the bit's never gonna die. <laughs> never, uh, never at all. The bit will die when we have a, an Instagram account. We are joined by our youth correspondent and all-around good guy, uh Garrett. Uh, Garrett, how you doing? Doing good, man. Getting over a little bit of a cold, but we're we're alive. We're here. We're alive. We're enjoying a game that just should not be happening right now. Yeah, you've got a you've got that sexy cold voice. Is that? Can I not say that because he's the youth correspondent? It is. I a mean, little I bit am twenty two, so I mean, it, there's nothing legally wrong with it. So can I tell? I, mean, wait, okay. I can't consult the lawyer here about that one. <laughs> it's it's so it's, I, it's one of those well, things where it's like you you're you're not going to be able to um, release an emo record afterwards but you're not going to go to jail yeah, great no jail. I, i've explained this i explained this offline to to asa uh i have on several occasions brought up like the fact that obviously i don't know a lot of gen z slang but i've brought up the fact like oh no we have youth correspondent garrett so if we have any like youth based questions we just ask him and people will ask me wait who's garrett i'm like oh no he's just this kid we met through the internet that we talk on the phone once every couple of months and um, I'm going to, this is incriminating. I'm going to stop. No, I mean, it's so funny because I'll listen and like, I hear myself being used as a barometer of time. And it's like, oh, like, <laughs> do you think Garrett knows what this means? And it's like, I'm just like sitting in my car. I'm all right with like a friend of the car. Like, is that you? It's like, yeah, man, it's pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> that's, that, that is the Garrett who we're, we're not sure if, if we're, we're correct on timing. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Um, so we was, are was Jared uh, alive for the 1996 World Cup? No, man. <laughs> no, he was. He wasn't. <laughs> um, so okay, so uh, tonight, um, this is uh, United States uh, men's national team game two of the Gold Cup, which is look, it's it's tough to to sort of like discount the Gold Cup because it is literally the premier competition competition in our hemisphere up until the Nations League was introduced out of nowhere as a cash grab. So like, this is the NIT. Like, historically it meant a lot. And now it's just where Juwan Howard goes in the spring. And it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Eat it. I'm a basketball fan. (laughs) Um, But, you know, uh, since we have Garrett on on the podcast, I I feel it's it's probably worth mentioning that, um, you know, shoot or shoot. And, and sometimes you Jesus just, Christ, you have to do it. stop. Goodness gracious. <laughs> you have no idea how, Oh, for, for viewers that did not know during that time, when, when all that went down, I was our, the sports director of our student radio station. Yikes. And I, I at, can tell you wait, the sports director of the student radio station at, at the university of Alabama. And let me tell you, that was the worst month of my life. Oh my gosh. My like, like, Oh my goodness. I, if I didn't have to have it for work, Twitter would have been gone like a day after it happened. I was, 
oh, the discussion was insane around it. But yeah, yes. that was one of the worst, worst months of my life ever. That was some of the worst press conferences, most awkward moments I've ever like been in my entire life. Yeah, but it also produced one of the great lines in the history of, I assume, the University of Alabama, which is, there's no such thing as being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Quote that was, yeah. Nick Saban. That was <laughs> the greatest subtweet so, I've ever heard. <laughs> a, a little, like, a little, like, background on this whole thing is that they're, like, PR person, Alabama's PR person was a first year time, like first year guy there. Like oh, he had God. been, he'd been around, he'd been around at various universities. And he's a great person, great guy, great at what he does. But like his first year with Alabama was all that stuff going on. And like I just, you, you just see, you could see the beginning of the year, the optimism he had, and like it just slowly, every press conference was like pins and needles. And like I was, just, I felt so bad for the guy. It just, it was a yeah. disaster. Yeah, and it wasn't um, his fault. I mean, it was just speaks too much no yeah like you accept the job it's not like yeah it's like it's like oh i think i'm gonna sign on for a murder investigation halfway through the year oh yeah and like and the, the the thing is is that like you would assume like for that job right it's like you go into it and you're like okay the biggest issues i'm gonna have are nick saban being short with a child Granted, it happens. Wait, wait, wait. When you say Nick Saban being short, you're referring to. Well done. Well done. That was good. He's uh, about my height. Yes. Correct. Five, six. Uh, like, and, and like, oh, and Nate, Nate Oates, Coach Oates will say something like a little too far right wing into the evangelical sphere. And we'll just like have to walk it back for ESPN, but we'll keep it for SEC Network. That's okay, first <laughs> <Network>. <laughs> oh gosh um, and like and and, and that's the standards point, are lower the standards are lower it, 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 means the, more. The, it just means the, more. The, no the funny thing is like alabama like like around the country has like a top five pr and advertising program so like throughout the whole time we were just making jokes like we couldn't get a student to fix this like <laughs> is there not a professor that can like come in and like do a little damage control it's like no it just kept being like gasoline and then Saban said something yeah that was oh i'll tell you this being, being in that being in that press conference when he said it like i i would pay for a camera view that looked at like the journalists and like just to see their face reaction because i audibly went like like oh. I audibly had a facial reaction to it, to where so it was, it was so golden. Oh, that was such, just a, imagine, that was such a night. You just imagine though. Okay, Bethany, it's your turn this week. You're up. All right, <laughs> Kaylee did a shitty job last week. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I assume I, it's all. I assume it's all just Brittany's, uh, Bethany's, uh, Kaylee's. No, that, well, no, no. It's it's not. It's not. I can't confirm. But <laughs> in the in the yeah. But anyways, anyway, gold the, cup, the, the gold cup. Um, <laughs> You've been distracted. Off to a, a sterling start here. Um, bangers, bangers uh, only. <laughs> but, but you know what? Again, again, like I want to give Saban credit because not only was that shit hilarious, and it was, um, but like there are very few people on earth who I consider more under control at any given moment than Nick Saban. Even like the, the most out of control moment of his life happened because he was so in control, right? Mm-hmm. Pick six doesn't happen if Nick Saban is not fully on, on his shit saying, nope, one second left because the rule in fucking 32BX4 says this. And you're just like, okay. And then that happens. Great. Whatever. Um, and, 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 and like there, there's some contingent of people who are like, oh, he didn't mean to say that. 
bullshit. He knew exactly what he was saying and he was making a point. Um, and also, you know, because he needs to occasionally remind people that he is the second most important person at the University of Alabama. The first being the guy who owns the car dealership, whose name I'm not going to mention because I don't want to get disappeared. Anyways, Gold Cup. Uh, <clears throat> uh, so this uh, this game. Um, so like the, the first things first, um, like a lot of people on Twitter um, were like, oh, this doesn't mean anything. Who cares? Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go back to Nick Saban. You can always learn things. And watching Nick Saban yell at his backups and his third stringers when they play against pick a Sunbelt team not called Louisiana Monroe, it's going to be fine. Um, and like, and it's good and it's important. And you see who can do what and you can see whether or not people can do things in practice, right? And look, we know that Jesus Ferreira is better than this level and not at the World Cup level. I don't really know where his level is, but we know that. And it's good to know. Cade Cowell looked like shit. That's that's a useful, that's a useful data point. I'm not saying that it's like it changes everything, but like against a team that doesn't want to play soccer, Cade Cowell's not useful. Great. That's notable. Um, but so let's 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 go through the 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 lineup here, I guess. I mean it I guess. It, it, it feels like we should. Oh, should, wait, should I, should I open with the actual big news of the day that the, uh, the, uh, Israeli U21s made it to the knockouts of, uh, the, uh, U21 Euros, um, in a group with Germany, England, and Czech Republic. Israel made it out with England, granted. Uh, you want me to say, you want me to say to this? You want me to say to that? Huh. Mazel tov. Thank you. Um, the uh, the other aspect of this is that um, if they beat Georgia, not dogs, the other one, capital of Tbilisi, uh, they go to the Olympics, which is pretty neat. Do you know who's not going to the Olympics? Mexico. Mexico. I did. I do all of that just to remind you that Mexico is not going to the Olympics. I did. I did. Anyways, um, so Sean Johnson in goal. Um, he had. I mean, we're we're in the seventy third minute here. Um, did he do anything? Did, do they have a shot on goal? They had one that went right over it. Yeah, that was a nice strike. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of, I was, that was a little smooth, but yeah, it it didn't, yeah, nothing, nothing substantial. I mean, he's just kind of standing back there, which kind of begs, why didn't we just start like Gaga back there just to get him cap tied, just to make sure like, Hey, you know, no messing around with Poland, but I digress. It's actually, it's not his bullpen day. So he, he couldn't go out there. He didn't need to go out there and get his his sixty five minutes of cardio. The, the 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 morning he actually already threw a bullpen session this morning. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he threw forty from the pen. We we didn't think that we were going to get to use him tonight. Then we didn't want to tax him. Yeah. Um. I I think actually I I would have preferred him in this game not only because like I don't see the point in playing Sean Johnson really like he's a nice guy. I, he doesn't need to do this. Um, although the, 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 um, whatchamacallit, the, the broadcast, I guess it was Twelman, um, had a good thing, which is this is the first game that Sean, and Sean Johnson has been with the setup for a, role, a long time, has played a lot of games. This is the first time that he's ever played a competitive match with stakes. So he's played in Gold Cup games where it was dead rubber, like we were already, we already won the group. Um, this is literally the first time that he's ever played a game with stakes for the U.S. men's national team. Jeez. Speaking so, of nice guys playing, it seems like Julian Gressel's getting subbed in here the fourth over Brian Reynolds. Which who who? Well, I mean, we were talking about guys that had good games. Like 
Brian Reynolds had a really good game. Reynolds, yeah. I, 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 th- I think a funny, so, so we're going to go to Reynolds. Um, Reynolds is a funny case study to me because he went over to Roma for a, for a relatively huge fee. And I think that like, for me, it's like he, he came out against Roma or for Roma. He wasn't very, that was saucy. Um, he wasn't very good quite yet because he was 19 and playing for a Jose Mourinho team. Um, and then he went to Belgium for like a bad team that I wasn't paying attention to. And I sort of forgot what made him special at Dallas, which is that dude is fast as shit and can whip in a cross. And like, he's tall. So like he, he's giving off like a lot of like freshman year corner who's six, two. And you're like, you are not ready yet, but if you get there, you are going to be horrendously scary. And you start looking at it and you're like, do you move Joe Scally to the left and we're good with our fullbacks? Like, do you just like sort of invest in Brian Reynolds to be the backup right back in 2026? I think there are worse ideas. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's when like you start talking about, well, what's our left backs looking like? And it's pretty, pretty barren. I thought Dwan Jones looked pretty good today. Um, Go Tolkien, green. Yeah. yeah no, that does- was. Wait, did you actually think he looked good or was that just blatant fucking up? No, I thought he looked solid. Like he had some okay. nice crosses. I, you, you know, I think with the left back, I mean, I think our future there is Gomez or Wiley. So it, 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 I don't love the idea of moving Scally over there, but let's say Gomez or Wiley don't really develop in the way we're thinking. Yeah, why not? I mean, that's only they're only going to have more top-end minutes by that point. They're going to be about 24, 23-ish yeah. by the time. I mean, that's experience. Like, I know we talk a lot about the youth of this group, but like, our, our guys are get, like they're getting not only they're getting old in age, but they're also getting older and like experience. Like Pulisic's an old man in my by my standards, and he's redshirt senior. Four. <laughs> yeah, he's a redshirt senior. And just his demeanor, like I don't know if you ever listen to his press conferences. He just like he's every so time tired. He's, just, he's like, it's like, yeah, you know that one was a and like he just gives this like really PR answer, and then like the next week they'll have like Matt Turner, who's basically doing the same exact thing. He's just like, yeah, I'm I kind of just want to be a kid. I, I'm kind of ready I, to. Like, yeah, but that's not that's not a function of age. That's a function of being at Chelsea and Ars- and at Arsenal. Uh, not for long. Um, although I, actually, you know, while we're talking, I forgot to mention this about Gaga, but apparently Pochettino, Pochettino, Pochettino. I never get that right. Pochettino, um, Pochettino. Um, he he's saying Gaga's the backup, and Kepa is the starter, and that's that. They're not sending him out on loan. He is just their Matt Turner. Um which I think is pretty interesting. Like getting so he's cup like, games. Yeah. I was going to say cup games and the uh, EPL games when they have uh, European matches on the, on the sides. Chelsea will not be having European matches. On the oh, sides. good point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you hate to see it, but that's small club behavior. Small did club I do, behavior. did I do that to set up that joke? No, I legitimately forgot, <laughs> but it worked out. Um, but yeah. So, so I, th- I think Dewan Jones as the backup left back right now is, is as good as anything. Um, but Tolkien, uh, Gomez, Wiley, uh, Scally playing inverted. Like, I think these are all fine ideas if Brian Reynolds gets to the fact where he is. Because when the when the World Cup comes around, he's what? He's 23? I think it's a, yeah, 23. Yeah, 23. No. That's adult. You're an adult. You can play in the World Cup as a backup because Sergio Dest um, is our starter forever. Um, and only our starter. Not that Brian Reynolds, damn it. Um, so I think that um, there's there's not really much to say other than uh, that's got to be a goal, Mihailovic. There you go. Dude, no, he's not. He he won't be twenty three. He'll be twenty five. Oh, Reynolds is that old? 
Reynolds is Reynolds is currently twenty two. You know what's going to be really funny when I start calling him Dennis Reynolds because that's coming. Gosh, um, he's my age. Correct. What am I doing for my life? Um, he's like straight up playing in like. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, in fairness, not just a small you, crisis you, moment right there. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're fine. You have a degree yeah, yeah, from American good. Research University. Yeah, he doesn't. That uh, is true. I'm, is is Alabama AAU? No, it is not. Mm, so we can't join the Big Ten, unfortunately. Yeah, can't be, can't be Big Ten. You hate to see it. Uh, <laughs> you hate to see it. <laughs> We're just struggling so much with our TV deal right now. We, just, you know, I, it's just. Hey, look, man. Um, some of us are good enough to play at three thirty on CBS, and some of us are not. Yeah, you just need. Be, you guys are just trying to avoid. You guys are just trying to avoid that football powerhouse. Checks notes. Texas. Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if. I will say, I'm just, it's notable to me that Alabama has never played Maryland in September because you don't want to play Maryland in September. October? Trash. You might not know this one. You know who knows that? No, no, I'll ask Texas. Yes, our friends down, or our friends westward, yes, they, didn't they, they lost at Texas the first year. Yeah, and then went to Maryland. They played, they, didn't they play it, play it like FedEx Field? They they didn't even give them the dignity to play at Maryland's field. They, and they still got blocked. 51 to Maryland. And Who like, was the quarterback? Wasn't it like Tyler Pig Hirome? I think it was uh, weird. It was it like was a Pigrome. deep cut. Tyrell Hirome. Yeah. yeah, it was a deep cut. Um, yeah. It was before Talia. Um and <laughs> yeah, I do that. Baby Tua. Um Baby t- that is no, no, not Baby Tua. <laughs> that's what we call Goodness him. Gracious. Uh really? but yeah. Him? Yeah, him. <laughs> it's like the bit from like Arrested Development. Like, yeah. It's like Her, him? yeah, yeah. Although Talia's funny because um, because the way that Loxley calls games, as you know, like there will be times where he where, like he just looks like the best quarterback possible yeah. because of how good Loxley is at calling that. Um, but then there are other times where it's like, ah, excellent. He has thrown five interceptions today and they are not stopping. <laughs> so when t- when t- this is such a weird anecdote, but when he was getting recruited, he's from my hometown. We're the same age. Like, well, he's not from my hometown, but when Alabama, somehow he magically transferred your, to yeah, Alabama. Yeah, yeah he's he from your transferred- hometown because he wasn't allowed to go to St. Louis anymore because somehow the entire Tagovailoa family ended up in Birmingham. Like all 20 of them, and they all have cousins, and they all play football, and they're all very good. But I like he, um, I just remember hearing so many stories about like friends, like, yeah, I picked oh. off T- Talia and practice and then he's like yeah he's the next Bama starter and then he transferred and I remember thinking like uh, like all these cool high school stories people were telling me oh I picked him off at practice or oh I picked him off in a game it's like yeah you picked off the Maryland quarterback who's actually very good I think he's a very good quarterback very good quarterback for (laughs) Maryland for Maryland yeah exactly at the preface it for Maryland or Uh, imagine imagine picking off a kid who started at a D1 program in a major in a power five conference for what three years and now it's kind of like uh, this is stupid. <laughs> there are so many P5 programs. Uh, is that a goal? Nope. Um, <clears throat> so let's but talk about got his second. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, so let's talk about the center backs. Um, Matt Miazga was the uh, deep safety. Uh, Jalen Neal was the box safety um, because we were playing one high in this game. You might, you, you know, you've heard of, of, of setups like four, four, two, four, two, three, one, four, three, three. We were in a one, three, seven today. Um, Miazga was our deep safety. Uh, we had three under him in, uh, uh, Neil, um, Sands, or I guess Morris now and, uh, and Reynolds or, uh, Jones as it were. 
and then at all of our attackers. It was great. But um, I do want to say this. Jalen Neal is really good, and I don't think he should come out in this tournament again. Um, the way that he carries the ball, and granted, like, bad opponent, I know, but he did this against Jamaica, too, who are fine for CONCACAF. And, like, I love the idea of having a 19-year-old center back who you can play and who you can rely on. Um, and yeah, like, what are we going like, to do? Just waste him for the Galaxy? Fine. Yeah, no. Uh, Galaxy are terrible. Um yeah, yes, I mean, the yeah, joke. You, yes, I know, I know, I know. Um, do you guys have any thoughts on on Neil and Miazga other than like they were here? Like Neil, Neil did a, a couple of interesting things that like you can only do against a team like this, where he just like stepped up so far into the midfield to intercept a pass, which I really like. Like that's like playing like a robber position. Um, and like I'm glad that he he's capable of doing it, but like that's that doesn't seem replicable. Like there are things that are replicable and things that are not, and that one felt not replicable. Um, but I liked it. I, I enjoyed the Jalen Neal experience against, against St. Kitts and Nevis. Nevis. Nevis is how they kept. Nevis, Nevis. Nevis how they kept saying it. Yeah, I mean the the center backs in a game like this are kind of like the fourth cornerback when you play a triple option team. Like you're there, you're there. <laughs> you're gonna get you're gonna get some cardio, but um, you know you're not really gonna do much else. Well, I will say against about the fourth cornerback against a triple option team, like you do have to be very gap disciplined as a cornerback against a triple option team. Like that's why I picked the fourth one and not the not the starter. You're just like just fucking make sure they don't get outside of you. <laughs> Fill the alley. Don't be stupid. Let's go. Uh, let's get out of this. We're we're up by twenty. It's fine. Um, so I think that that's like that's. Really how I feel about it. Um, so Julian Gressel came in at the 72nd minute. He has a kid. He had a kid last week. Um, so uh, congratulations to him and his wife, their second kid. Um, doing it in the summer, that's that's a pro move. Um, you know, not, yeah. not anybody not, anybody who could have a kid in the week of uh, July 18th <laughs> is doing really well. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> but uh, no, but like I'm saying, just like, if you, if you have ambition, right, like as an athlete or as a coach, you really want to have your kids in the off season, right? You don't want to have a kid in season. Like if you had kids in February and you were a basketball coach, that would be a huge pain in the ass every single season, hypothetically. Um, you know, not, not saying if I have experience, um, you know, but uh, having, having children the week before you take the bar is a bad idea. You should try to time around that hypothetically. Um, but what is a good idea is purchasing and or frequenting and or listening to Paramount Plus. Damn it. They really don't pay us anymore. <laughs> um, Russell hasn't done it. They, they paid us? Uh, no. What, y'all are getting paid? So I actually watched that movie. Hold on. Have you guys ever seen that movie? Yeah, it's actually not. bad. I've seen the two clips. I've seen the y'all right. getting paid, and then I've seen the no regrets thing. And right. like, I thought as like a 13-year-old when that came out, I thought that was the funniest thing ever. Yeah. So I actually watched that movie last week. Um, and it's not as bad as you think it should be, but it's way worse than it could be. Like with the amount of talent in that film, you would think that it would be um a lot funnier. And you look at the premise and you're like, this has no business being this funny because it's a one note joke. Um, But Jason Sudeikis, good job. Jennifer Aniston, great job. That's sort of that. Um, 
you know, great perky job. I'm, I'm a huge fan of Jennifer Aniston. Like she, she was like the, like the second person in my, like as a child who I was like, Oh, I like girls. Like that's like, that's my answer. It's like Christina Aguilera, Jennifer Aniston. And I was like, damn oh, it. Good. Uh, that like, I've settled that now that that's in my rear view mirror, I can go about my life. Um, <laughs> but like that, that was the answer to that question. Um, so in the midfield, I thought Jimmy Sands did well. Like, I, I know that this was not a difficult game for a six, especially the way yeah. that we play our sixes. Um, like he was able to really like play advanced and, and that sort of, and not have to worry about getting back. But I've, I've, I'm, I'm really coming around to the idea that like James Sands as our fifth string six, like it's not the worst thing in the world. I like he, he can, he can play a nice ball every now and then. He doesn't really get That's caught it. out all that often. That's the thing. It's like compare him to what he looked like against, um, I think it was Jamaica, and he can't carry it game to game though. And he, no. like, he looks great against. The, I think we talked about. I honestly think we talked about this like three years ago when we did this last time. He looks great against the lower competition, and once you start putting him in, you know, competition that actually knows what they're doing and doesn't keep getting flat footed, he looks like he has no idea what he's doing. And I, that, I, I mean, it's that. good to have. It's good to have guys that you can throw out against, you know, the bottom feeders. So that way we're not trying to risk somebody getting like Zimmerman getting injured or something. I add on Adams. I don't know why I said Zimmerman. But like at the same time, like if we go to a world cup, we're probably not going to use him. No. And and I think the thing is, is that like, and, and maybe I'm, maybe now is a good time to like explain my view of the gold cup, which is um, I like to win stuff. And like, I also don't want to, I don't want to roll out Tyler Adams against St. Kitts and Nevis. I don't. Right. Ever. Yeah. I, I don't want you to fair points. Um, and so like, but I still like winning these tournaments. Like I still enjoy winning and, and watching the team that I like win games. So like, if you raise the floor of your C team, right, then it just makes all this more fun. And, and that's sort of the, like, it's like, is that a goal? No. Um, Alex and Dejas des- so desperately wants a goal, and it's and it's it's becoming like really funny in the 89th minute. It's kind of painful. Like he's giving it everything. He just yeah. so so much wants a goal. Like he's like pounding the ground right. Oh, poor guy. I actually really do like Zendejas too. So I just feel so bad for him because he looks so upset. So Zendejas, we'll we'll get there in a second because we have other midfielders to talk about. But like, I'm sort of I, I is is he really? Does he move the needle in our? in our depth chart, like is, should he really be a, on that nation's league top, whatever, top 23? I, I don't think so. Yeah. I would rather, I would rather Tillman. I would rather Mihailovic to be honest, and we can talk about him in a second. Um, but like, I, I just, I don't get a lot from, from a 25 year old Alex and Dayhouse other than him being best friends with Christian Pulisic. Yeah. And I think that's a big reason why he kind of gets on these rosters. Uh, uh, Haji, right. But I was going to say, multiple times. Like being um, Christian Pulisic's friend sounds like just a great gig. Like I would kill for not Gio's friend. We can't be Gio Reyna's friend. Nobody's but like, Gio being, Reyna's friend. <laughs> except Scally, which is kind of endearing. It's kind it, of, it, it's kind it, of it is, it is, but we actually have a test case for this about friendship, how the Reyna family sees friendship. Claudio yeah. Reyna had a great friend, a best friend, and then he crossed him, and they were no longer friends. I, was, I also <laughs> feel like Serginho Des and 
uh, Gio Reyna have like an understanding. They might not be friends, but it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, no, I do my thing, you do your thing. We'll hang out every once in a while. Like I, when if I see you at the club, but don't otherwise, don't talk to me. I I, I do talk love to me. <laughs> I do love the idea of that because like I think both of them would like just like in a club atmosphere. I think both of them would be very intense, but in very different ways. Like I think Gio would be like hanging by the bar, really like uncomfortably. And I think that Serginho Dest would be in the middle of the dance floor, knowing all of the dances, doing everything. Like, like, um, I, I, I hate to go back to, uh, cinema that came out before Garrett was born, but like that scene in, um, in 10 Things I Hate About You, um, like I picture Serginho Dest as, oh, this is cruel to Zendayas. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have caught up. Did you focus? You're in the middle of a point. Right. Um, Oh, that's painful. Oh. The scene where Julie Julie Siles is is, uh, dancing in the middle of the club. That's how I I view Serginho Des dancing. Um, So I thought... so (laughs) Dropping a load of Biggie? Yes. Um, Not that scene, but also that works. Oh, okay. Um, uh, But I I think that like... Busio came on and I I mean it's tough to say again because opponent but Gianluca Busio like he's so committed to doing a good job in what he does that like I really like having him for these types of games and I know that there was a lot of consternation just because there's such a one-to-one with him and uh one-time Clemson commit Tanner Tessman but like you know like it's 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 sort of nice to have a, a Gianluca Busio out here um yeah. I mean, the thing is about Busio, I think we forget, like, it seemed like October before the World Cup, or like October of qualifying, so about a year or so before the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Like, it felt like he was a lock. Like, people were like, like, people weren't putting out their midfield lineups, or not lineups, but at least like their 26 man roster without him. Like, and if you were, it was kind of like, oh, you don't have Busio, you're replacing him with like a legit or like someone like that. Like, so it's and so he's crazy. Only, how that- he's only 21. Yeah. And that, that narrative changed so quickly on him because he got sent down to Serie B, which is, yeah, but he's Olympic eligible. Like he's so young. Um, I, yeah, that, he, he. I feel like he'd do really well in like an Olympic setup, just with that yeah. age group. And like, I think he'd do very well. I agree. Um, so Busio came out at halftime for uh, Senora. Um, I thought Busio was great. Busio got, I think, two assists. Is that right? I think he just got one. Let me check. Okay. Um, regardless, I, I think that he had a nice statistical game, and and he was like very much in in involved in things. Um, which is great. Two assists. Um, so I, I'm, I'm very happy with Busio's performance. I think I'm sure he is too. I, I, I see no reason not to start him over Aiden Morris going forward. Um, so Georgie Mihailovic, um, two goals. He's good. I, I really like him. I, I like, I, I really liked him in MLS. He left. I have not really watched him play at Azad, but, um, when he was when he was in in uh in MLS, like I was one of those people who was like, yeah, call him up. He should be part of this. Um, he goes over there, he comes back, and he's still still good. So I I think from my perspective, like he's someone who um I, I don't see how you don't start him. And and if the choice is him or Senora, I, I think the choice is easy, if if I'm being honest. Um yeah. Yeah, I I don't really understand the Senora hype, um, to be quite frank. But he has a good agent. Well, yeah, like that man's about to. I mean, if hypothetically, if we win this, you'll have two trophies in like less than like six months, which is just crazy. But yeah, I, you know, I, I think 
Georgie is very good. And you can tell he's playing at like a higher level than a lot of these guys because it just kind of looks effortless to him. A lot of his passes, a lot of very, just his, Yeah, it's very yeah. smooth and very like knows where to go, doesn't have to like check his shoulders three different times. Like, And, and a lot of that comes with just age. Like we forget like 20, I think he's 24, 25, which is kind of older in our setup. And like when you're at that age, you've been playing professional soccer for, I mean, I think he's been playing since like 2017, 2016. Like you just kind of know some things that even if guys are a little bit more talented than you just don't really get and don't really have the feel for yet. And so you can you can kind of see that with him, especially when he's playing in a very attacking friendly league as the Dutch. He's, he's, he's played, he's played like a hundred and I looked it up. He's played like 160 professional matches. Like, yeah. At a certain point, you're not a kid anymore. He's a grown um, man. Grown man. Um, so that brings us up to the kid who I who looks like a grown man, who I want to be a grown man, who did not look good tonight. Um, Kate Cowell is is interesting to me because I love the theory of Kate Cowell. And I think against teams that want to play soccer, he's super useful. Um, you saw it against against Jamaica. Like he was useful in space, but he's only useful in space. He's not useful against teams playing a low block. If and when we play Canada, um, you can't play Cade Cowell because they're going to bunker and counter and you can't, you can't do it with him. Um, and, and that sucks. That's unfortunate, but it is what it is. And, um, and, and you, 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 you got to know that about him, um, which is, which is fine. Oh, we didn't talk about Aiden Morris. Do you have any thoughts about Aiden Morris or he was just there? He was just starting there. him. Yeah, he, he didn't start. He came out at the 57th minute. Shouldn't start anymore. It's fine. Um, so Cade Cowell cap tied, which is useful, I guess. Um, but I I think that this game showed us like more of what we already know, which is that Cade Cowell is a limited but useful bullpen arm, right? Like he he's he's good in specific situations against specific teams. And short of that, like I don't I don't think you need to see him all that much. Yeah, I mean, he kind of falls in like the Paul Areola camp for me in the sense of this. Like, I think he's super athletic and super good. I think he plays the wrong position. Like, Areola should have should have been playing right back. Like, with just yeah. his speed and how he played, like, he had a role that he could have played, and I think he kind of got screwed at the end of it all. But I digress. I, I think Cage should be playing striker just for the fact that he he's fast. And, like, you kind of – I believe you said it before on the – podcast and i think i've been saying it ever since the u20 world cup i think i said it even on this podcast like kate's playing the wrong position and the fact that we just haven't as a like group like all agreed like yeah kate's not a left winger he's a striker the better i just don't see him breaking into either of those camps because especially not a striker i mean it's pretty i mean everyone's kind of vying for third and right now third you ask 100 you ask 100 people they're getting you're getting like a hundred different answers, but there, but there's no universe where right now, and who knows about the next two years or three years, but like, there's no universe right now where you would take him above any of that group, right? In third, uh, Josh Sargent, Daryl DK, uh, Jordan P. Falk, Haji Wright, like Jordan Morris. I mean, Jordan, Jordan Morris would be in that, th- that group as well. So Jordan Morris, like we keep comparing Cade Cowell to Jordan Morris because Cade Cowell is simply younger Jordan Morris. Jordan Morris was better as a striker than he was as a winger. And like, it's, it's a useful test case. Like it's, it's, it's where he should be. I think that you're right. I think that like he is playing out of position um, and there are ways to do it. And he can take the top off of the defense and that's useful, especially given how many of our nominal wingers want to play that 10 role. If you, if you don't have way on the field, then 
Like, like if you want to play your, your wingers, right. As Polisic and Reyna, right. Which we did when those guys were healthy, you need a field stretcher. And yeah, Balogun is that guy, but maybe, maybe you bring in Cade Cowell and just like take the top off of the defense, give, give Polisic all the room to work. And if people want to play a high line against Cade Cowell, I, I don't think that there are many center backs in the world who can keep up with him. Yeah. Like, but can he finish it? <laughs> I mean, that was kind not. of his problem with the world, the U20 World Cup. He just, he'd get behind guys and it's just like, yeah. out of every 10 attempts, he'd maybe hit two. Right. Um, and so speaking of not finishing attempts, Alex and Dejas, you tried. You tried tonight. <laughs> oh, you had so many guy. good looks and you did not get a goal. I feel for you. Um, do, you, do you think he's getting a text from Pulisic saying like, Hey man, keep it up. Like good try. Like really proud. Oh, of you. absolutely. And and like, the thing is, I don't think it's sarcastic, but I do think that there's a possibility that there is a team group chat and Gio Reyna is also texting him the same words, but it's very sarcastic. Hey man, keep it up. You'll get there. <laughs> Gosh. Do, do you think there's like a group chat for like, I, I mean, I hate calling them two different squads, but like the A, B, and C. Like, oh, yeah. There's like an A squad group chat and like a B, like 100%. a C one. And like, there's the, a few overlaps, obviously with the guys like Matt Turner. And it's like, it's like, man, y'all should see what they're saying about you in the A class, man. The A group, they, they, they really did killing, like that last game. They they're really, <laughs> you're saying Matt Turner's a snitch. I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, he doesn't nah. not look like a cop. Well, that's different. <laughs> I feel like he'd tell BJ. I feel like he'd be like, Greg, you got to look at what Gio's saying in the group chat. Like, <laughs> like he wouldn't so, tell the players, but he would definitely tell like higher management. <laughs> Greg just puts it in. Greg just files it. It's like ways to get back at Claudia. No, that, that, it's just the, the BJ Novak uh, meme. <laughs> with the, yeah, with the, with the notepad. Yeah, we're really not about to see Gio Reyna for the next two years in a year's yeah. jersey. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, that's great. Um, <laughs> Um, so anyways, but speaking of guys who can finish, um, Jesus Ferreira is really freaking good in these games. And like, look, we know his level. Like I said, it is somewhere between this and the world cup. And it's not, you know, he's better than this. He's not as good as that. Um, and like, I think that like, if you look at Jesus Ferreira for a second, right? Like if we zoom out, not really worried about what we care about as us men's national team fans. But, like, you really look at him and how his career as an, a professional athlete could go. He could make so much money, never leave Dallas, be a B-squad striker for the US, for his national team, score a ton of goals against Granada, and that's it. And never have to deal with relegation, and never have to deal with the bullshit, and never have to deal with getting dropped because he, he missed the chance and someone in fucking Lyon threatens to firebomb his house. Like, I don't, if I'm Jesus Ferreira, I see no reason to go to Europe. I'm like, why? Why? Why would I do that to myself? I, I will make more money in America. I will stay close to home. It's fine. Now, he'll go to Europe because I think that, like, if you're if you're at this level of professional athlete, like, you're wired to challenge yourself. Otherwise, you don't get to this point. But, like, as a 32-year-old who's been around the block, take the money. <laughs> If you can find a stress-free job that pays you a lot of money, you should take it. And and I think that's sort of what this is. I would kill to see like US Twitter's reaction if he just signed some crazy DP spot, like the highest ever, like blows Messi out of the water. It's like, man, they just love they just love him so much here in Dallas, man. Like and like great Win for him. Golden, it just, wins a ton it of would just, there are there are a few Twitter accounts in which I have muted for various reasons that I would a hundred percent unmute for just that one day just to see what it looked like. And I'm sure it'd just be 
horrendous. Uh, yeah, um, it would be great. Uh, speaking of, we just got a uh, question from from our our good friend, uh, friend of the pod, Mick G, because he he is officially oh. a friend of the pod. Um, as of as of a couple last week, I don't know, days are meaningless to me. Um, <clears throat> it was last, yeah, last Tuesday, I think. Last Tuesday, um, he uh, he asked the question: um, Will at MLS hater delete his Twitter account after saying? I'll delete Many my people Twitter are account. asking. Many people are asking people more are and asking. more. I, I I will say like U.S. Men's National Team Twitter is a horrendous place. Not compared to all of the other Twitter places that you can be. There there are worse Twitter places to be, including I don't know Florida, Miami, Florida State Twitter. That's a pretty oh, horrendous. Florida place. State is historically bad, and like Tennessee before oh, they were good. We know Florida State, insane. Michigan State are having a bitch fit right now for like thirty six hours. Because yep. somebody had the temerity to mention that Michigan State was a bullshit five pass interference calls away from being like the second best team in the country in 2013. And, and and Florida State Twitter lost their minds because people were talking about the Knolls. And, you know, what I have to say to you is, um, I don't know, man. Don't eat the crab dip. Is that is that a joke? Yeah, for yeah. Florida State? Um, anyways, uh, I have never seen U.S. Men's National Team Twitter so united collectively when Jesus Ferreira scored that goal. Everybody was like, gotta go. Adios, friend. <laughs> like, I, I tweeted out, like, so long, partner. We'll see you. Yep. Uh, will he actually delete his, his account? No. No. Because he's hiding behind a fake name and a fake account. Like, people don't tend to be the most courageous people. And, but wait, wait. Who, who's his avatar? Yeah, who's his yeah, avatar? Exactly. <laughs> Did you think the man that had Greg Berhalter photoshopped on Sudan or no Osama bin Laden would be courageous and follow, yep. be a man of his word? That's yep. shocking, shocking revelation there. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, then look, if he does, more power to you. More power to you. If you are committed to your ideals and you and you do what you say you're going to do, that's 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 worth something. Um, the yeah, I need you. I need you to delete your Twitter and I need you to mail evidence to four two zero zero Andover Road. Bluefield, Michigan, 48301. Uh, please, please do Attention that. TRS, TDS. <laughs> um, we'll find it. We'll find it. They'll get it to us. Don't worry about it. Um, so I, I think like, oh, and Brandon Vasquez came in and probably should have had a goal or two and didn't, and it's fine. He's he's very good at striker. Nothing about this changes anything. He's still the eighth best striker that we have. Tenth. I don't know. Whatever. Um uh, I, I guess we should we should we mention that he uh, got an offer to go to Gladbach, um, and Cincinnati said no, and people like freaked out about it. Um, even though Cincinnati is in first in the MLS, and like, why would you sell your striker in the middle of the year? Like, I don't see a reason to do that. That was pretty much you. You mentioned it. That was pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I yeah. That's Good that. work, buddy. Good work. Um, do, do you guys have any other uh, thoughts about this other than the fact that? Um, Jameis Winston probably would have had trouble with Darquez Denard and Trey Waynes. No, I think that's an arguable fact. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just think that like, look, that Florida state team was very good. And I think they would have been favored and I think they probably would have won, but like, that was a, that was a pretty good secondary. And um, Florida state was losing by a lot to an Auburn team. That wasn't very good. Ooh. Ooh okay. Well, that- what, you're telling me Nick Marshall, 2013 Auburn was good. I mean, that scheme was incredible. I mean, I give sure. Malzahn a hard time, but like he knew how, like 
He he should never quarterback. He got a quarterback who got kicked off Georgia, which is very hard to do. Not only today, but also <laughs> in twenty like twelve, very hard to do. Get kicked off of Georgia and like turned him into like Alabama's worst nightmare. I was this the twenty this year after. Zahn was really good at turning guys who got kicked off of other teams into Alabama's worst nightmare. Yeah, no, <laughs> I was, I was like, but we, that we looks like some high twice. school shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this, I, little Garrett Franks at the age of 14 standing in Bryant-Denny Stadium in 2014 in the cold when Bama beat him. We beat him 55 to 44. You need to define cold here. Like 55 okay. and, and cloudy. It was like 30-ish, 40. It, regardless, I, Batman Nick Marshall had me in a blender. I was like punching the air. I was. I have never disliked an athlete more. And now I freaking look back on it and be like, oh my gosh, this guy was so much fun. And like, he was so much fun. Um, but like, uh, oh, he you're like, oh no, Bo Nix. <laughs> uh, actually, actually, Garrett, you have. I, 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 I got to tell you, you're in for a lot of trouble because. Auburn has their next With transfer. Yeah, I, I wanted to ask you. Yeah, he's bad. On a scale he's from bad. one to ten, how he's like t- okay, he's not that good. He's also worked no. number one, and that doesn't work out usually well for like at like quarterbacks specifically. No. no. Um so so the thing about quarterbacks him is that, that he, are built like linebackers. Yes. Yeah. He um he was really good when he had two NFL wide receivers and an NFL running back. Then again, um, I would too. So like, that's not right. Like Jalen Naylor, it, you know, wide receiver for the Vikings, Jaden Reed got drafted by the Packers and he had Ken Walker, the third with that setup. He was very good. Um, he, he can move around a little bit. He's, he's not, he's not cam or Nick Marshall, but like he'll, he'll move. He'll, 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 he'll probably get them like 300 yards on the ground across the season. Um, oh, I thought you meant per game. I was like, oh, no, 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 like, like he's the type the of guy. Right he's like the type of guy who, like, you know, once or twice a game, he'll keep on his own read, or he'll, or they'll give him, you know, on on a third and five, they'll give him a draw, like, and he'll get there. He's fine. Yeah, like um, he's gonna like run on like a third and eight, get it. Right, place is gonna go crazy, and like some yeah. old man's like, man, this is, ooh, this Michigan State boy, he knows how to run the football. They you know? they, they 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 play it tough up there. It's like they play it they, tough. They, yeah, son son of an offensive coordinator, that one. Um, <laughs> real real locker room guy. Oh yeah. He didn't, he didn't take Michigan state's locker room at all. Don't worry about it. Um, that's fine. Um, Keon Coleman, we miss you so much. Have fun at Florida state. They're crazy. Um, having said all of that, uh, I I should probably, um, you know, I was going to edit that out, but I'm not going to edit that out. Um, if you would like to, so, so just, just to recap this, this gold cup game, um, the final game of the group stage against our old friends, uh, Trinidad and Tobago, um, is on Sunday. Uh, we will be back with that one uh, with the return of Ben and Kevin. Uh, Kevin is somewhere in the Canadian Rockies right now. And Ben is, I, I assume, blocking people on Twitter because he is, he is, just <laughs> yeah. he's writing, he's writing his game review right now. Clearly. Exactly. Yep. Um, so Guaranteed, uh, he's already busted it out. He has uh, written one. He's in already one. got the quotes and everything. Yeah, he's sending it to his editor truck. himself. Um, uh, it, oh, and I do want to mention um, the women's world cup is upcoming. Um, if you don't have kids and you can stay up till all hours of the night, please DM me and you can be the head of our women's world cup uh, stuff because those games happen at like 3 AM. Um, and I have uh, multiple children and I, I'm just not going to do that. So um, we are, ha- we want to do women's world cup coverage, um, but we, we, we need someone who's willing to do it. So uh, let us know, DM us. 
Garrett, that can be all you. You can be a youth and women's correspondent. We'll call you the Titanic lifeboat correspondent. <laughs> women and children. Um, no, I got it. I got it. <laughs> uh, and later, very, very rich people. So you can also be our like our like uh, our our booster correspondent. No, they they didn't make it. Bag man, call me the the, yes. I am the bag man of our of this little network. Yes, that works. Like once once every couple of weeks, we'll just be like, hey, Garrett, uh, how are that group of people in Alabama? Doing. Doing great. Yeah. Doing great. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know if you know anything about our personalities, but telling us that you want to be the bad man is an automatic yes. Um, Sounds so good. You, hey. you can you can find Garrett uh, on the Twitters at Garrett underscore Franks um, for all of your Alabama football and basketball and U.S. men's national team needs. Um, also, I, I guess probably like other Alabama sports. I don't know. Yeah. Softball. Yeah. We love softball here. Sure. Sure. I, I You know, I have noticed that. Not baseball. Not baseball. Not baseball. Ugh, dude. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, you guys got to work on that. We don't because we're from the North and we don't play baseball. It's too cold. Um, it's too cold. Exactly. <laughs> uh, although shout out to our, it's our 29 our, degrees. Yeah. Shout out to our big brothers at the shutdown full cast saying that Wisconsin should play out of Tampa all year. I think that's a good idea. Um, you can find my co-host uh, Napoleon Greg at Mr. Mojo Rising 89. Please tweet at him with all of your thoughts about who should be getting money from the Alabama boosters. He will get make sure that it gets to the right place. Um, please, uh, you can find me in my personal account, uh, Diamonds Esquire. I very rarely tweet from there. Um, you can find me. I'm usually the guy in the main account. Sometimes other people, um, TLS TDS. Um, we will get our Instagram up and running. I already made this joke. I don't remember what I said, but I want to say stay consistent. So that... Um, what I said earlier, uh, please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your local uh, St. Kitts and Nevis resident. I don't know what you would like, like, what is their adjective? Nevisian? Yeah, I have no idea. Kitsian? I don't know. Anyways, um, if you if you know anybody from there, uh, let them know about this podcast. We talked zero about their team. Uh, we said zero players from their team, which is, I think, a record for us. We usually mention one or two. We mentioned zero. Um, so, uh, as always, dear listener, uh, please like subscribe, share, and, um, we couldn't and wouldn't do this without you. So thank you so much. And we will see you next time. Podcast Network.